<laughs> you little smart aleck. Uh, hey, this is John Arbrega. This is my daughter. Hi, I'm the daughter. Yep, yep. We're walking through Dallas Willard's book, Renovation of the Heart, um, where he talks about uh, the fact that the main thing God gets out of your life is the person you become. But we're actually going to do kind of a side commentary today, and this is from a book that Laura has been talking to me about by Thomas Merton called Seeds of Contemplation. And you were mentioning a few words here that are especially meaningful to you. Yeah, but he's not Dallas Willard, so I hope that all of your friends on the internet won't get upset at me for reading someone that's not Dallas Willard. I know. If Dallas Willard and Thomas Merton got into a fight, who do you think would win? <laughs> I don't know how big Thomas Merton was physically, so I gotta I gotta think about that now. Dallas is a pretty tough guy. He played basketball and I feel like he would have been yeah scrappy. He was a roofer. From the South. Yeah. He, he was strong, big yeah. hands. Yeah, I, I think I he would have kicked Thomas Burton's butt. Wow, that's a but big claim. This is a very strange beginning to this. So <laughs> now we turn to the topic of faith. All right. And uh, here's what Merton wrote. So I'll read about it and then ask you a bit about uh, what has moved you and what your experience has been. Thomas Burton says, The beginning of contemplation is faith. If there is something essentially sick about your conception of faith, you will never be a contemplative. Uh, historically, often in the church, people have talked about kind of the active or activist life. And those of us who are from a more evangelical background are often more familiar with that. And then the t contemplative life. Uh, if you know the story of Mary and Martha, where um, Martha's busy doing many things and Mary is sitting at Jesus's feet, that was sometimes taken as kind of a picture of the activist life and the contemplative life. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people would do that to say the contemplative life is better. So we'll come back to that. Merton goes on, Firth, first, Faith is not an emotion, not a feeling. It's not a blind subconscious urge toward something vaguely supernatural. It is not simply an elemental need in man's spirit. It is not a feeling that God exists. It is not just a conviction that one is somehow saved or justified for no special reason except one happens to feel that way. And he goes on to talk about things that faith is not. And he says, but also it's not an opinion. It's not just a feeling. Um, but it's not a conviction based on rational analysis. It is, first of all, an intellectual assent. It perfects the mind. It does not destroy it. It puts the intellects in possession of truth, which reason cannot grasp by itself. Uh, and then he goes on to say, the act of faith is an act in which the intellect is content to know God by loving him and accepting God's statements about himself on his own term. And so that we rest in God by faith. So I'd love to hear a little bit about why this is particularly meaningful to you and how you have come to think about faith and how you've struggled with in your own journey. Mm. Yeah, I think part of what I've liked a lot about Merton is if there is really, you know, kind of historically the contemplative and active divide um, which doesn't need to be a divide at all, right? But mm. but has been coming from maybe a more active background growing up in a more evangelical church to get to think now about um, contemplation and really experiencing God, having the mm. experience of sitting with God. Mm. Um, so when you think about contemplation, it's not mostly just what you do with your mind. I'm contemplating this object or that thought as a way of talking about experiencing God's presence with you. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. And part of what I love about in this little book, um, 
you know, he'll talk about uh, knowing knowing God by loving God. Mm. Um, well, thank you for the technical adjustments. I, I know. You we are were, a wizard. We were wow. all messed up and now That's we're framed amazing. much better. Yeah. You get a job at Best Buy, <laughs> John. Uh, he talks about um, receiving God mm. in, in faith uh, and... Yeah. Um, the ways that we receive God and they're so mysterious to me. I think how, um, the ways that God speaks to us. And I know so many different people from so many different faith traditions who have had experiences of God really in them or with them, or even speaking with them. I have a friend from a, um, nation prayer group that I joined just before the pandemic. And, um, then that group started to meet over Zoom, and it's mm. been so fulfilling and fun and um, calming for all of us that we still meet together every month. Mm. Um, it's been three years now, and he calls Jesus Harold because he felt like Jesus was too unapproachable. Huh? Because Jesus is, you know, it's yeah. a concept that is there before you even can arrive, and yep. so it's like. No, a, it is interesting how often with people when we come to know them and care about them, we give them a nickname. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this one was Harold. And yeah. so, um, but he'll talk about sitting with Harold in a way that feels a lot more real to him than sitting with Jesus. Mm. But to him, it's somehow the same thing. And um, anyways, that's one example. But just a lot of different people I know who have experienced hearing from God, um, receiving something from God. And for some of them, it's been a, an audible phrase that huh. they have heard for most of them it's been kind of a feeling in their heart that has led them in a certain direction and um i think a lot of if we think of faith as uh you know a thing that we have to feel our way into yes. mm -hmm. um we probably will wind up in trouble because yeah. as dallas willard said emotions <laughs> are terrible masters but great servants yeah uh, if you guys don't know about Dallas, Dallas Willard, but I think that when we um, don't let our feelings guide us, but instead we kind of recognize them and also just experience God in whatever way we can, um, we get to a place where we can have faith. Because if faith is, as Merton says, an intellectual ascent, well, I can do that no matter how I feel. I can uh. say, I'm going to believe even though I don't particularly feel close to God today mm -hmm. or, or this month or this year. Um, but then he also says, which I like that it's not only an intellectual ascent, it is also um, a grasp, which makes me think of um, mm. like Jacob wrestling with the angel, mm. uh, a contact, a communion of wills, um, the substance of things to be hoped for, as that beautiful passage in Hebrew says, by faith, uh, one not only assents to propositions revealed by God, but one assents to God himself. One receives God. And I think a little bit about um, a friend of mine, Rachel Held Evans, who some of you guys might be familiar with. I know you are, who was a, just a really good mind about faith mm -hmm. before she died at a really young age. And a thing that she would say often was, um, I'm not a Christian because... I know that I believe all the right things about Jesus. I'm a Christian because it's the story that I am willing to risk being wrong about. Wow. And that mm. sense of saying, I'm going to step into faith, not because I feel so overcome with emotion that I'm 
raising my hands in worship and praying all hours of the night. In fact, oftentimes I don't feel like doing that, but I'm going to keep committing to it every day. Kind of like you do in a marriage sometimes or with family sometimes, because it's the thing that I'm willing to wager my life on. Mm. Am I wrong? Maybe. I hope Mm. not. Um, But in the meantime, every day, if I get to know Jesus a bit more and experience God a bit more, I'm drawn into this mystery that I I can't explain and I don't want it to go away. And I love that phrase that you read towards the end. Um, It's a process through which we receive God. And I think I grew up in a a tradition that would often talk about, have you received Christ? But we could talk about it in a way that's kind of static. Mm -hmm. And it's really, have you believed a certain thing about Jesus? As opposed to thinking, um, just like I can receive a gift or receive a word, Mm -hmm. I can be receiving God, His presence and His love, the communion of wills, His will and my will, Mm -hmm. just like the communion of our wills. Mm So, so you might take a moment right now and uh, just think about what a good thing it is that there is a God and that he loves Dallas Willard and Thomas Merton equally. Um, and he is available to be received by us. And we do that mostly in our minds and we can do it with our wills. We do it imperfectly, but he's present and with us right now. So take a moment and receive God's love receive God's light, receive God's goodness in my imperfection, my imperfect knowing. Just receive it by faith. See you next time. Amen. (laughs) See you next time. (laughs) That was pretty good. Mockery, mockery. Yeah, that was kind of fun. Yeah, you did.